This podcast is brought to you by Online Retailer, Australia's leading retail tech conference, expo and networking organisation. Recorded at the Online Retailer Conference in 2016, here we chat with world-class digital leaders to bring you industry insights, practical examples and actionable ideas from our incredible community of retail renegades, marketing masters and creative entrepreneurs who all want to do retail business big. We want to extend the conversation after the event and to keep exploring where the future meets retail. So let's talk shop. Hi, and welcome to the Online Retailer Podcast. I'm Kylie Lewis, and in this episode, we are talking with Elle Aram, who is one of the co-founders of Keeney Swimwear. So welcome, Elle. Thank you, Kylie. Lovely to be here. Fantastic. Now, Elle, for those people in our audience that might not know who Keeney Swimwear is, I'd love you to just give us a little bit of a background about Keeney Swimwear and also your role there, what you do there. Sure. Um, So I'm the CEO and co-founder. And Keeney Swimwear is an online retailer of of custom swimwear for women. Um, Our mission, um, boldly, is to make swimwear shopping fun. Um, And we do this by using the latest in um, sizing and manufacturing technologies um, combined with a really amazing omni-channel customer experiences to help women of all shapes and sizes create um, personalised, confidence-inspiring swimwear that's as unique as they are. Fantastic. And so how how did you get to be there and to do this? Um, So interestingly, um, my background is in IT and management consulting. Um, So I have a real IT bent. Um, And I was actually working um, in, of all places, Scotland on a project. And um, I wanted, you know, a pair of bikini, a set of bikinis to um, go on, you know, um, one of my weekends away to Spain. I was going to say Scotland and bikini don't <laughs> seem to be like, you know, mutual friends from there. No, so. no, and and so um, it was um, it was uh, not the best time of year to be buying swimwear, and so naturally I turned online. Um, and uh, interestingly, you know, I and apparently seventy five percent of the female population and not and not the same top and bottom size. So we're trying to buy a set that you know matches and that's in the right style and is in a really fun sort of fabric um, becomes a real challenge and I just couldn't find what I was looking for online Um, and I thought to myself at the time wouldn't it be really great if I could just click all the components on a screen that I wanted you know all the features that I loved in a bikini that had support that was you know really fun and didn't come with like ridiculous tassels and then, you know, I clicked, I checked out, and then it magically turned up at my doorstep two weeks later. Um, and I couldn't find anyone um, online at the time that was doing anything like it. Um, you know, the processes that you had to go through were really tedious and you had to measure yourself in four, you know, 12 different places um, and wait, you know, two months and pay $500. And I thought, this is absolutely ridiculous. Um and so um, I got back to Australia a little while later and I was sitting there at my best friend's kitchen table we were drinking wine, as you do, um, and I said to her, you know, I've got this crazy idea, um, expecting her to totally, you know, say to me, look, Elle, you're, uh, you know, you're being ridiculous, um, you'd need to 
stop thinking about stick it. to management consulting stick to management stick to what you're good at um and she didn't she said to me um that's an amazing idea and i know so many girls that are you know doing the exact same thing and that's sort of where we started so it was really sort of grassroots we um found a little manufacturer in bali that would you know fulfill our orders and we had sort of you know a, a piece of paper with a checklist of different things we thought were important in your bikini or swimwear and we got our girlfriends around and we just started getting them to order. And that was, you know, effectively who our first customers were. And then, you know, they told their friends and then suddenly, we, you know, we were hosting house parties um, with all, our, you know, our friends and girlfriends coming around to try and, and order bikinis. And they were looking at fabrics and trying on different things. So that's sort of where it started. And then we thought, oh, OK, well, let's build a website. And we, yeah, we've just grown from there. Yeah. So how long ago was that? Um, so that would have been, we started incubating the idea in 2011 um, and we've, you know, s- sort of got to the point where we, we built a website and we, our, we had our website um, at the end of 2013 and we spent six months testing it and sort of refining, um, I suppose, you know, all the little bugs that you get when you're trialing something that's very, very new, um, bearing in mind at that time and still, even to this day, there aren't websites out there like a Shopify where you can just go out and, you know, pop your product in and, you know, configure your SKUs and, you know, off you go, you've got a shop. So everything had to be built from the ground up um, and we were working things out as we went. So um, we've, we launched officially um, June 2014. So we've actually, we've been up and running for two, just on two years now. Yeah. And so how did you make that leap from uh, doing it as a like an essentially a party plan kind of idea with friends and family to putting it online? How, like what were the logistics involved in making that happen? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're also it's not still working as a management consultant on the side. Would that be true to say that? That is that is true. So I'm, I'm very lucky. I, I work at KPMG and um, they've been very supportive in terms of um, entrepreneurship and and the culture of innovation um, and they've seen it as a real um, wonderful opportunity so I'm very lucky to be able to um, work part-time and balance um, my um, consulting work as well as um, running a startup and I'm also very lucky uh, within Keeney to have a really great team um, who you know absolutely know the business and can um, can execute on the ideas that we that we develop Mm. Um, yeah so how did you go about funding the building of a website? Because, you know, for a business like yours, that's going to be a massive investment. Yeah. So h- how did you go about doing that? Um, so we it's um, we started, um, you know, once once we sort of realised that we were onto something, we started um, with a really small, I think it was a $25,000 loan from NAB. Um, personal loan, business loan. It was it was a personal loan, um, you know, between myself and my co-founder Emily, um, and the two of us took out this loan. Didn't really know what we were doing, and um, went out, found a developer, um, and also went out and, and sourced a factory that we could partner with. Um, the, the beauty of our business model is that um, it's cash. The cash comes in before you actually make the product, so we didn't have to invest in all the inventory um, that you would necessarily need, and we were leasing. Um, space from the factory um, rather than actually going out and building our own factory which we have now done um, but um, so it was, a, tw- it was a, a small investment and that allowed us to build the prototype of our website um, and ever since then we've just been bootstrapping bootstrapping we've yourself bootstrapped our way 
Right. Yeah. So anything that you make goes straight back in. Straight back into the business. Yeah. yeah. Two years later. So are you looking for investors? We are actually. We're just um, starting the process now of um, speaking with um, different parties and different um, funds around, um, I guess, the opportunity. We're, so we're looking to, to raise our first round of capital, which is really, really exciting um, and daunting at the same time because, you know, you sort of... Um, yeah, yeah, having, I'm having to do a lot of pitching. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's part of the process and you're just going to keep going. Yeah. And are you looking mainly local in Australia? Uh, look, we're, we're open to investment um, from all areas. I think for us it's more important that, um, you know, the, the, the investors that we bring on board, um, we feel that we can work with and that we can have um, really genuine conversations um, with um, and that, you know, truly believe in, in the future of um, what we're trying to do and want to see us grow um, and will give us the, um, uh, the, the, the space to be able to do that. Mm. So one of the things um, based on your background um, and so bring, you're working to your strengths in this business, you know, combining the problem that you have as a woman in the world looking for swimwear, but combining the smarts of, of, of your experience is talking about inventory and demand forecasting. And obviously you're in the, you've created this business that is make on demand. Mm-hmm. So what insights do you have or that have you brought to this business? Around making on mm-hmm. demand. Um, so I think, um, you know, coming from, from consulting, we love our methodologies and we love our two-by-twos and we love our analysis. Um, and two of the things that, you know, have always, um, that I've always worked um, really closely with around process improvement has, have been Lean and Six Sigma. Um, and the, I guess the key principles that I've been able to, to inject into our business um, with swimwear has been around, um, you know, efficiency um, and and trying to limit the amount of waste um, that we that we go through, and it could be waste in terms of you know time wasted um, in terms of the production or waste in terms of material, um, and um, and also looking at um, the ways in which we can sort of streamline, um, you know, the the type the the amount of inventory that we hold. So one of the things we do is um, when we do our product development, we are very mindful of um, being able to apply a standardised amount number of components across a whole series of products. So um, there's a, you know, and it's not anything that's new. Um, if you look at, you know, the Volkswagen Audi group, for example, they use a lot of their same components across three different types of cars so you know we we're sort of almost taking a lot of the manufacturing in automotive um and fmcg industries and applying it to a more to a i suppose a a retail manufacturing um process Mm, so fascinating so that means that even when you're making making on demand um, the the process the time amounts that it takes you're still looking at how can we make that the fastest possible absolutely so i mean you know uh, concepts and we, we and we apply things like cons- concepts of cycle time to our production so we look at you know how long it takes and and you know and if we and we you know one of the the things that we do is we actually moved um two of our we changed the configuration of our machinery so we actually moved them closer the two most used machines back to back which meant that rather than getting up and walking to the other side of the production floor 
our workers could literally turn around and continue. So, you know, you think it only saves a couple of minutes um, per piece, but when you extrapolate that over a whole series, you know, you're producing thousands of them, suddenly it all starts to add up. Yeah, it's fantastic. Any little thing, I mean, that's the lean principle, right? It, you know, all, looking at all the different mechanisms that you can. And it was funny because when we sat down to have this chat, you said to me, I find the back end and all of the, you know, the the production part, the sexiest part of the business. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which I think is fantastic. I don't know a lot of people that would actually say that. So what, what other parts of that part of the business set your heart on fire? Um, customer experience is probably the other... Um, area that I'm, I'm really really passionate about and I suppose you know to your point this bit this entire business started because we were trying to solve my problem and my girlfriend's problem and you know and a, um, a customer problem which is you know there isn't there just isn't um, an easy way to find a, a, a good fitting stylish piece of swimwear um, and so that really sits at the heart of, of every decision that we make. You know, we're very clear about who our customer is and more importantly, what our value proposition is to her. You know, we're saving her time. We're making sure that she feels confident. We're making sure that, you know, she doesn't have to deal with this confrontation of, you know, going into a brightly lit change room and, you know, trying to pour herself into 12 million bikinis only to then walk out thinking, that her body doesn't is wrong because it doesn't fit into you know a traditional piece of swimwear. Um, so that's really at the heart of what we do, and I'm really really passionate about you know that customer journey through and and making sure that it's across all our channels. So you know we talk about that omni-channel experience and making sure that when you know she's in a pop-up, she has that continuum of experience through into you know, when she goes online and checks out and through to when she gets, you know, her delivery and she unwraps it, that she still feels very connected to the product and part of um, what we like to call the Kini family. Mm. And how do you do that? Because, you know, by as a woman in particular who's had a couple of kids, um, I'm terrified about the idea of going shopping for, for a swimsuit. So the idea of actually having something custom made is fantastic. But it's still quite a leap of faith to, you know, it's a leap of faith to get me in bathers, let alone to, you know, think about buying. What sort of things do you have in place for sort of overcoming, you know, some of the kind of unknowns or, or some of the other stuff that goes along with buying, you know, such yeah. a such a fraught piece of clothing? Yeah, sure. I mean, and, and you're, Carly, you're absolutely not alone. We have you know a a very large percentage of our customer base have exactly the same challenges in terms of you know that that anxiety of thinking oh god I've got to go swimwear shopping and and I've got to be in bathers and it's not going to look right um and we do a couple of things so we do um pop-up experiences um where you can and that's the tangibility of it so you can actually physically go in try something on much like you would in a, a normal retail experience but the benefit is if you've ever stood in a change room and said to yourself this would be great if only blah, 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 blah <laughs> the bottom had more coverage or the top had more support or, you know, this was a bigger size. Well, all of those things are now possible. You mm-hmm. can actually walk out and go, I would like this, but in a bigger size. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and, and so you never have to worry about fit anymore. We take that problem away from you. So that's one aspect. Some of our customers um, still, you know, want to try the experience online and don't go into a pop-up. Um, and we've got a, a really great um, customer support uh, base, you know, so w- we encourage them to ask a lot of questions around, you know, sizing. And we, we tend to just um, 
you know, ask for a bra size and a, and a bottom size, you know, so what size are you in a, you know, a, a burly bra or what size are you in a bonds bottom and, and generally um, our sizing um, consultants are really good at, at being able to make the the correlation between you know a bond's bottom and what that means for in our sizing so we're pretty accurate and I think that's reflected in our returns rate so we only see probably a um, a four to five percent return rate which you know for an online retailer is well and for custom-made online retailing you know specifically in a really tough category that's yeah. incredible yeah it's I mean it's, it's quite extraordinary but you know the, the thing we've also worked out from our, our consumer our customers is um, when they buy custom, they they buy to own. They don't buy to try. Whereas, you know, with a traditional online retailer, they buy, they get it, they try, oh, it doesn't fit, you know, send it back. Um, and I suppose the third thing that we do around um, ensuring that our customers feel really confident about sizing and getting the right fit is we offer a fit guarantee. So if you order it and you get it and it doesn't fit because, you know, the bottom's too big or, you know, the back's too tight, um, We'll have it remade for you at Amazing. no cost. Fantastic. Yeah. Elle, it sounds like just a, a fantastic business and a, and a great opportunity that you've jumped on there. I'm wishing you all the very best for the rest of the, the time that you've got at the conference today. And, um, and thank you so much for dropping by and to have, a, to have a chat with us. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Kylie. Thanks for listening. If you've loved what you've heard today, make sure you're subscribed at onlineretailer.com.au to be the first to know about Australia's best e-commerce events.